Hey guys, how's it going? Sunny D here. You are about to listen to a banger of an episode. And really, just kind of the segue you into the episode, the question that I have for you, which is a question that you may have seen if you've read any of the YFYI books, either volume one or volume two. The question is, are you coachable? On this episode, I'm going to dig into coachability what it means to me to be coachable, also give you some tips on how to be more coachable, and also I'm going to talk a little bit about coaching and give you some tips on how you can be an effective coach as well. So hopefully you guys enjoy the episode. Can't wait to hear your feedback. Thanks for tuning in. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? How's everybody doing out there? Thanks for tuning in. You are now listening to the YFYI podcast. I am your host, Sunny D. Thanks for being here. Thanks for tuning in. However you're tuning in, maybe you're listening to the podcast and the podcast on the podcast app. Maybe you're watching the podcast. Maybe you're watching on YouTube. Maybe you're watching on Instagram. Maybe you're watching on whatever channel you're watching on. Thanks for being here. This is the podcast where you come each and every week to get your mind right. You know, we talk about all things beauty industry, especially if you're going through your first year in the beauty industry, you're going through your first year in salon ownership. This is a good place to come so we can kind of hash out some of the things that you might need to think about, things you might need to look about, and things you might need to just be in general, just to be aware of. So this is the podcast for you. So if you're a repeat listener, welcome back. If you're new to the podcast, if this is your first time tuning into the YFYI podcast, thank you for tuning in and welcome aboard. If you've already been through the material, if you've read both YFY, your first year in the beauty industry, you've read volume two, YFYI, your first year in salon ownership, then you're already kind of seasoned in a lot of the information and what this would be would be a good a good extension, a good bridge, a good add-on to some of the material that I cover. And a couple things, if you're following along like my journey on Instagram, if you've been if you've been in the, you know, in the audience when I've done a presentation for the YFYI book, tour as I'm going around to different beauty schools and organizations and companies and speaking, then you know there's always a little home play, the home play or the homework assignment to create some content of you, what your experience is, you know, some feedback, a picture of yourself with the book. And that's about coachability and that's something that I want to talk about today. You know, because being coachable is one of the key indicators of success, the key indicators that I look for, especially when I'm hiring somebody or I'm, you know, working with a new team member, coachability. So I want to talk a little bit about that, but you get hit with that right away in the very beginning of the book. And that is, a, you know, it's a two-prong effect. You know, it's it's a marketing, right, branding, and it's also just a small test, right? The small test. So knowing that, you know, I have thousands of copies of books circulating out there in the ethers, knowing how many 
if I look for the hashtag on Instagram, YFYI, I can then find out who those coachable people are, those people that are willing to take a, a step, take a risk, take a chance. You know, because the task is simple, right? The task is, are you coachable? I ask that on page one before you even begin to get into anything in the book. And it says, are you coachable? And that's the question that you have to ask yourself. You know, in, in, the, in the simple task, the assignment or the challenge for this first assignment was to take a selfie with your book and put it on Instagram, use the hashtag YFYI and tag me at SunnyD1.0. So that was the coachability assignment. And that was the question. So when you think about being coachable, you know, that's something I want to get into today. And there's lots of topics. There's lots of ways that this conversation can go. But I want to talk about coachability because I'm looking at, you know, even just the past, you know, a few months in my own organization having, you know, had to have some coaching conversations with some people, having to redirect some people and the kind of response and feedback that I got and what kind of response and feedback are you giving to your coach? Now, what does it mean to be coachable? Let's start there. So when you think about coachability in general, what that really means to me is that you're able to take direction, you're able to you know, take feedback, take guidance, and not get your you know your panties in a bunch not get your feelings hurt you know not not think oh i'm being attacked or any of that other bullshit it's it's simply can you know, taking feedback taking redirection and then and then that's not it being coachable that's not it and then it's taking that feedback and taking that redirection and making adjustments and making changes so you'll get a different outcome or start working towards the desired outcome. Whatever that predetermined desired outcome is. And I'm going to give you a couple of examples of being coachable and some scenarios and then not being coachable. You know, and some of these are real life, you know, real life examples and, and maybe I'll make up one or two. But that's what I want you to think about. Okay, there's a desired outcome. There's a desired result that either... Your objective, that's your objective, that's your company's objective, that's your, your team's objective, but there's a desired outcome, a desired result, a desired, you know, a desired target that you're trying to hit. So that's where it starts. You identify that, you have that. And now you start going about your process. Whatever your process is, you start going about your process, you start, you know, working, working the system, right? You're working the process. You're trying to get to that end result. You're trying to move in that right direction. Now, along the way, this is where coaching opportunities pop up because in between the distance from where you're at to where you're going, there's this, this gap of time. And along that way, along that, in that interval, that's where there's going to be coaching opportunities. Now, what do those coaching opportunities look like? They could be big. They could be small. You could be running in a completely wrong direction. So that could be a massive correction. And you've got to turn around because you're going entirely the wrong way. Or it could just be 
you know, a small adjustment here, small adjustment there, something that needs to be changed. So now here you go, you're on your move, you're you're making you're making progress. So you think, right? But you're not quite getting there, but you're getting somewhere. And then your coach comes along and says, "Hey, I see what you're trying to do. I understand that. And is this your goal?" Right? So they they're, they're going to say, "Okay, I see what you're trying to do. I understand. Now, is this your goal?" Because this looks like what, to me, as your coach, this looks like what you're trying to hit. And then you either confirm or deny it. And when you confirm or deny it, doesn't matter if you confirm or deny it. If you say, no, actually, I'm trying to do this. Or, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Then the coach's job, their role, is to give you some critical feedback, to give you some guidance to help correct whatever you know, might need a little tweaking or correction to get you there faster to get you there more efficiently to help you become more effective right so then you take that feedback and then this is where in your brain and in your physical action this is where you either become coachable and you're you know what we call coachable or not so you take that feedback whatever that feedback however that feedback looks and then you set back out on your course correction right? And you're going in a new direction or you don't. Now it's when you don't, that's when you're not being coachable because then that coach, what they're going to do is they're going to observe. They're going to let you get going again, get going again, get going again. And they're, they're going to observe. Now, if you're still doing the same thing that they just coached you on, then they realize, all right, you're not coachable. They're going to try again. But how many times are they going to try before you're just not coachable? Now, this is where you guys, as you're out there, you have to think about, you know, what was the last, when was the last time or what was the last scenario where you were in a coachable moment? You had an you know, opportunity, your, your coach was there, your coach was like, hey, this is what, you know, this is the objective, this is the direction we want to go, is this the direction that you're going in, are you getting close to the target, and then they give you some critical feedback, and then you internalize that feedback and do what with it? You know, think about what was that last scenario. I think about it, you know, as a, as a, a teacher, as an educator, if I have somebody doing a haircut, Right. I walk up to them and, you know, I see that they're trying to cut a certain direction. <coughs> Excuse me. Got a hair in my throat. They're trying to cut a certain direction or a certain angle and they're not quite getting there. And I'm looking at them and I see that maybe they could like, you know, bring their elbow up a little bit or or drop their elbow up a little bit, or you know, turn their hand a little bit one way or the other way. And I come up to them and I say, "Hey, you know, I see you're, you're trying to cut this angle or cut in this direction. Is that correct?" They're like, "Yes." I'm like, "You know, I think if you if you lift your elbow up a little bit, I think it'll be a little bit easier for you to get the angle." Okay, <clears throat> just like this, and I'll demonstrate it, and then they'll put their elbow up, and then I'll move on. Coachable. On the flip side, I come up to somebody, same scenario. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I see if you, you know, if you put your elbow up a little bit like this, you know, you'll be able to get that angle. <clears throat> I walk away. The minute I walk away, that elbow drops back down. That's not coachable. So that's an example in, in a haircutting scenario. Or, you know, thinking about coachability, <clears throat> right? I'm like, oh, you're working on this technique. And this is a technique, you know, you, you should be timing yourself on so you can see the progress and you can get better. So I coach you on that. 
Timing is critical. Make sure you set a timer as you're going through the technique so we can see what your time is. And we talk about it and then some time goes by. I come back and check in with you. Hey, what's your time? I don't know. I wasn't timing myself. Well, you know, timing is really essential to becoming more effective, faster, and efficient. So I want you to go ahead and set a timer when you're doing this technique. And then I'm going to be able to see where you're at so we can kind of make adjustments to get you to where you're trying to go. Revisit that. Oh, what's your time? I don't know. What is that? That's an example, another example of uh, someone not being coachable. So when you think about it, <clears throat> maybe you're a coach. Right now you're in a position already, maybe you're in a position of leadership where you have people that you're actually coaching. I guarantee you if you're not in that position right now, there's there's probably something along the lines of like A, you're not, you know, maybe you haven't matured into that role yet. Or B, maybe you're not really coachable yourself, right? So I want you to be thinking about like the last one or two or three minutes, meaning months, years, or weeks or whatever it is, that you've had some coachable moments where you've been on the receiving end of being coached and maybe you've had an opportunity or two where you've been on the delivering side of being coached. And I want to give you a couple of tips, you know, as you're thinking about coaching and getting coached that you could be looking for and or you could be delivering. Now, if you're the one getting coached, number one, do not wait for that coach to see you doing something that's not working for them to come to you and say something. You need to also solicit, you need to also Go to them to get feedback. You need that feedback. You need to know what's working and that's not what's working. And they may or may not come to you first. You don't have to wait, right? So that's number one. If you want to be coached, if you're coachable and you're looking to improve, do not wait for them to come to you and tell you about this like situation. Go to them. Number two. Remember, the feedback, it's not a personal, you know, degrading, you know, putting you down situation. It's not a personal attack on you or your person or your being or whatever you stand for. It's strictly coaching, unless it isn't, and I'll talk about that in a minute. But coaching is feedback. Critical feedback, meaning someone's going to criticize you. So you need to understand that as if you're going to be a player and you're going to be in the game and you want to be a star, then you're going to get coached. And you need to be able to handle that and know that it's not a personal assault on you, right? So if you're a coachable player, remember that. So get feedback. Do not wait for the coach to come to you. Get the feedback. Go to them. And it's not a personal attack on you. And number three, if you're going to be a coachable person, that number three thing really for me is take the feedback, take the correction, take the critique, and implement it immediately. Make adjustments immediately. Don't say, oh, okay, that sounds like a good idea. I think I'll, I'll take a look at that later. No, you want to implement it 
immediately. Now, that's for the coachable person. Now, let's talk about the actual coach. Coach, here's your deal. You don't know everything. You'll never know everything. And you're not going to have all the answers. But what you do have is you have been, you have a position, maybe you've been put in a position of leadership or a, a position of knowledge or expertise in an area. And you've been entrusted to coach. Now, the coachable players have to trust you too, right? They have to trust that you're going to guide them and that you're out for their best interest. So if you're a coach, number one, genuinely be interested in achieving the objective and having the person, the player that you're working with achieve the objective. Not coaching just a coach. You know, I've seen, you know, instructors, they're in a school working and they're literally there just for the paycheck. They're not there for any other reason. You could tell they're not in it. They could give a damn if, you know, that student makes it or not or just blew all their money or ever, you know, gets anything right in color and cutting. They're strictly there for a paycheck. Those aren't the kind of coaches that you want or need. And if you're like that and you're a coach, you know, you need to reevaluate your position because maybe you're in the wrong position. Maybe you don't even need to be a coach. But I've seen it plenty of times as an instructor. I've seen colleagues. They weren't in it for the coaching. They weren't genuinely interested in the person achieving the objective. They were just genuinely interested in getting paid to do nothing. So if you're a coach, you need to be genuinely interested. And if you're not, Find something else to do, right? Think about that. Uh, number two, if you're going to be a coach, when you approach a situation, you approach it, you see like there, there's potential, there's a potential learning opportunity in front of you. When you go in to coach that player, investigate first, right? Ask some questions like, okay, you know, I see what you're trying to do, right? You make a statement like that and then confirm that that's what you see. You're trying to cut this, this, and that. Or you could just lead off with a question. Hey, got a quick question. Are you trying to fill in the blank? Is the goal that here fill in the blank? Confirm what it is because if you're not coaching the right thing, if you don't have that feedback, you may start coaching something that's not even on the topic, not even in the right direction. So that misdirection that you thought you saw might have been the correct direction. And then you could actually become the misdirection and have them go the other way. And I've seen that happen too. Where, you know, you got a game plan and I come along and I come into your game plan, even though you already made a game plan, maybe with another coach or you had a game plan and I totally misread it and say, hey, why don't you do this without asking, is this what you're trying to achieve? Confirm that first, coaches. And then give your critique, give your feedback, give your redirection. And number three, you have to follow up, right? You have to follow up. You just gave them a great opportunity or a tip or, you know, some good feedback. And now you removed yourself from the situation. You have to make sure that you go back and follow up and inspect what you expect. That's what I always say. You know, in, in, my com in my company, I'm always thinking, inspect what you expect. I don't expect anybody to do anything. Even though I may have coached them one or two times, I need to follow up. I need to inspect what I expect. So if you're a coach, those are some of the tips for you guys. So 
coachability. I mean, there's tons of information we could talk about. I'll probably do follow-up episodes on this, but I just want to kind of open up this topic of coaching because we all need to be coached sometimes, and sometimes we also all need to be a coach. And if you have that mindset that I'm coachable and I am a coach, and I'm always thinking about you know, the objective, I'm genuinely concerned about hitting this objective, I'm open to feedback, right? I'm blending those things together as a coach and as a coachable player. Thinking about that feedback, I wanna get that feedback, I'm going to get that feedback, I genuinely care about hitting this objective. I want this person to succeed. I want them to be successful. So those are the traits. And if you walk around with those traits at all times, you're not only going to be coachable, you're going to become a coach. And ultimately, you're going to hit the target and hit the success that you want to hit. So like I said, I'll probably do a follow-up to this episode. But I just want to drop in here, talk a little bit about the coachability mindset, about the coachability framework And leave you with the question to think about, are you coachable? I want you to think about that. Are you coachable? And if not, what could you do to become more coachable? And if you are, you know, what could you do to become more coachable? And if you're a coach, what could you do to become a better coach? So that's what I got. That is the YFYI podcast. So just want to thank you guys again for tuning in. Make sure you give a follow at your first year in to follow all things YFYI. If you want to follow me, I'm at SunnyD1.0, 1.0 on Instagram, on Twitter. What am I on Twitter? At SunnyDTS, like the salon. And Facebook, SunnyD, SunnyDEE, SunnyD. Uh, You can find me pretty easy to find on all the social mediums. So give me a follow. Keep your questions coming. Keep your comments coming. Looking forward to seeing you. If you're in, let me see, where am I going next? Let's look at the calendar. Just got back from Texas. But if you're in the, I think my next trip is actually going to be heading out uh, west a little bit there. I'm going to be in San Diego. So if you're in the San Diego area, I'm going to be speaking at Paul Mitchell, the school San Diego on October 8th. I'll be doing two presentations, one in the morning and one in the evening. Super excited to be there. Uh, Love San Diego. I've hung out there a bunch. I've been by the school and never spoke at the school, so it'll be my first time speaking there. So if you're in the San Diego area, you know, hit me up. Got a couple of events. They're open to the public. Would love to have you come by. Uh, Can't wait to meet all you guys. If you're listening to this after, I've already been there. Uh, It was great meeting you guys, but if you're listening to this before I get there, I cannot wait to go to San Diego. And then I've got a couple other uh, dates I'm working on coming soon. I'll let you know more about those, but that's what's going on here. And I'm going to get back to work, get back to building my business, get back to, you know, building my, uh, continuing my first year in mentality, because it is really a mentality, even though you know, as a business owner, as a company, we're coming up on 10 years, which is even crazy to say uh, next month. I'm still in that first year mentality. You know, I'm still learning new things every day, still tweaking, trying, testing every day. But that's a, it, it really is. It's a mentality. YFY is a mentality. So hopefully you have that mentality and you'll continue to have the mentality. 
So I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. And if you haven't gotten any of your copies of the YFY book series, book one or book two, your first year in the beauty industry or your first year in salon ownership, you can simply go to yourfirstyearin.com, hop on those. Make sure you share this podcast with somebody that you know, care, love, think could use a little checkup from the neck up. And yfyipodcast.com for all things YFY podcast related. And that's all of my notes, my plugs, my announcements. And with that, I'm out. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And remember, this is the place where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening or watching. I'll talk to you soon.